Welcome to Served Neat, hosted by your girl, Jen Hartman. I'm the CEO of Neat, a boutique PR and marketing agency based out of Louisville, Kentucky. I launched Neat in 2019 with just $3,000 in my bank account. Since then, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of emerging brands and Fortune 500 empires. I believe that marketing and PR should be served neat, just like your favorite bourbon. On this podcast, you'll hear about the latest and greatest growth strategies, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship, and so much more. Pour yourself a glass of your favorite bourbon because it's time to dive in to this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. As I've moved from chief everything officer to chief executive officer, my schedule has changed pretty drastically in the process. In the past four years of entrepreneurship, I have experienced burnout, depression, and anxiety. So in order to best manage my mental health and just take care of myself, I've made some schedule changes. It does help that in the past year and a half, we have really built out our team. We have a sales team, PR team, marketing team, a COO. I have an assistant. My schedule is significantly less demanding than it was one to two years ago. I have been able to create a schedule that I get really excited about. And I have been able to take a step back from handling all the things in my business. When you have mental health problems, if you are taking meetings at 8 a.m., taking meetings at 8 p.m., and you are just go, go, go nonstop, all you're doing is running yourself into the ground and you are not being the best leader that you can possibly be for your business. So though it's very normal to do that in the beginning of your business, everybody works all the time when they're first starting a company, at some point, you have to start to take steps back in order for not only the health of you as a person, but also the health of your business. Okay, moving on. All right. In today's episode, I want to break down my Monday through Friday schedule, what it currently looks like at this point in time. Now, I will say this is my typical weekly schedule. However, things are really crazy over here. We are getting ready to launch a physical product in the next month or so. We are very early on in the process of buying another agency. We are moving and grooving over here. So just because this is my schedule now and this is my typical schedule, it does not mean that this will be my schedule forever and always. I do anticipate this changing as we go into 2024. However, let's dive in. So my Mondays, I really like to take it easy on a Monday. I love to ease into my week. I don't like to set an alarm for 7am and wake up in a panic on a Monday. That would just give me the worst Sunday scaries. So I actually don't have a very structured morning routine. I see a lot of founders who wake up at the butt crack of dawn and go spin and then they meditate for an hour and drink a green smoothie that tastes like chalk and they journal. That is not me. That is not my journey. If that is your journey, I am so envious of you and I just, I love that journey for you, but that's not my journey. I wake up whenever the heck my body decides to wake up. Usually it's around 9, 9.30, which, surprises a lot of people, but I just am not a morning person. I'm very near and dear to my sleep. If I don't get my 8.5 hours, I am a hot mess express. I also found that waking up with an alarm immediately threw me into fight or flight mode, which is not ideal for an anxious girly like myself. So I am very much anti-alarm. Once I eventually open my eyes, I cuddle with Bruin for a bit before eventually getting out of bed to take him out. Luckily, Bruin will wake up whenever I 
I wake up, he's pretty casual. He's not the kind of dog who will bug me at 7 a.m. I try to hang out in the sun for at least five to 10 minutes when I get up. Whether it's a quick walk or I'm just sitting on my porch with the dog, I get my vitamin D. I also recently found out that I do have subclinical hypothyroidism. And so I've gone down a TikTok rabbit hole of finding different ways to put this into remission. And apparently one way, according to TikTok, which I know not everything on TikTok is true, but according to the TikTok doctors, if you sit in the sun and expose your thyroid gland to the sun, it helps to stimulate thyroid hormone production, whatever it is. And so I've been listening to the TikTok doctors and I've been doing that. Is it helping? I'm not sure, but I will get blood work again in three months. So stay tuned on whether or not that actually makes a difference. I also just found that like being in the sunlight helps to get me moving. Something about being in the sunlight. I don't really know what it is. I'm sure there's science behind it. So from there, I will head over to Starbucks. Usually around like 10, 1030, I'll go over to Starbucks and I get my Trenta Mango Dragon Fruit Refresher. I actually have one with me. It's so good. I'll come back home and I'll make breakfast. I'm not a big breakfast eater. I'm not super hungry when I wake up in the morning. So I will do just some bread. And Well, I'm not a psycho. I'm not just like whipping bread out of the package and like eating it like an insane person. I do toast. I do toast the bread. So I toast it, put some butter on it, and then I'll pair it with some sort of fruit, whether it's blueberries, a banana, or an apple because she is wellness. And then I get into work. Usually around 11 o'clock on a Monday is when I'm cracking open my laptop, which I know sounds crazy to some people, but it does work for me. And when I'm opening my laptop, there's a couple of things I'm doing. I catch up with our COO who I'm really close with, not just in proximity. She does live about 30 minutes away from here, but also just we're pretty close friends. So we seem to talk pretty frequently throughout the week, whether it's in person, whether it's over FaceTime, we're in constant contact. I figure out where we're at with different client projects and review pitches written by our PR team. I respond to Slack messages and emails. I don't do meetings on Mondays. If that that's the takeaway here, or out of everything I'm talking about, the big takeaway is I don't do Monday meetings. Mondays are my time to really ease into the week. I see people online talking about like CEO days. And I would say like, I guess Monday is my quote unquote CEO day because I am doing what I want to do. I'm really easing into my week. I also try to incorporate some form of self-care. So typically the spa, therapy, a massage, whatever it may be, I do take care of myself on a Monday. Afternoons, and this goes for every afternoon afternoon, not just Mondays, I head over to Heine Bros for a little pick-me-up. They have these really good drinks. They're called Boosts. They have all these different flavors, but I get an orange cream Boost. It's like orange, vanilla, some sort of like carbonated water situation. I don't know. It's really good and it's sugary. So what's funny is like I'm sitting here talking about how I love my Starbucks and my Heine Bros and I get really sugary drinks, but that is it for sugar for the day. Like I do not do sugar outside of those drinks. I'm not a dessert person. I don't like candy. It actually makes my face really hot. So outside of those drinky drinks, I'm not, I don't really do sugar. <laughs> I'm trying to justify my drink choices over here. So after I get a little pick me up, I will typically wrap up my work day. I'll see what's going on for the rest of the week, meetings, anything I need to prepare for. I do have some non-negotiables when it comes to Mondays. And I mean, I guess every other day of the week, I do eat a good lunch and I eat a good dinner and I always get an afternoon workout whether it's Pilates, weightlifting, running. If I'm training for a race, it's usually a run. Funny enough, I've had the same 
personal trainer for two years who also happens to live on the same exact road as me. She's like half a mile down the road from me, which is so funny, which I didn't know until we started working together. But anyways, I've had the same trainer for two years and I love having my workouts created for me because decision fatigue is so real. Decision fatigue is so real as a founder. You're making decisions all day long. So the last thing I want to do is have to figure out, okay, what am I doing for my workout today? Like, I don't want to have to plan a workout. So it's well worth it for me to pay somebody else to plan my workouts for me. Afternoon workouts also just help me get through that afternoon slump. And I feel energized and ready to get back to it after I'm done with those afternoon workouts. From here, I will come home. I'll do dinner with my husband. And then I typically will open my laptop again one last time to just get through some Slack messages or emails. The reason why I'm really big on answering messages and whatnot on Mondays and doing approvals is because Tuesday through Thursday are my meeting days. I try for no more than five meetings a day. My enthusiasm just tends to drop off after five meetings. Despite being extroverted, I can only talk so much throughout the day. My brain stops braining at some point. My meetings will range anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes in length. I tend to not do hour meetings. I do need 15 minutes between meetings to be able to like get up and stretch my legs and go to the bathroom. And it just leaves me a bit of time between meetings in case a meeting happens to run over. My meetings just depend on what's going on throughout the week, but they can be a mix of business development, industry networking, podcast interviews, sitting in on client calls, catching up with our COO, things like that. My first meeting typically doesn't happen until 10.30 or 11. And then my last meeting usually ends by five. Again, this is just a typical week. Sometimes things happen a bit later. Things are a bit more chaotic, but typically this is what things do look like. And then Friday, I am shutting down for the week. So I tend to not do meetings on Fridays. I will record a podcast. I'll give approvals. I'll answer emails. And I'm off my laptop by like 1 or 2 p.m. And that's my Friday. So though I don't have a crazy structured morning routine, I am a bit more structured for my bedtime routine. I put my phone away about an hour before bed. I don't watch TV. I head upstairs, cuddle with the dog. I read a good book. And I just think about my day. think about the following day, meditate a little bit, and then eventually go to bed. I'm really big on no screens before bed because if I play on my phone before I try to fall asleep, I just am up thinking about things all night. So I will say again, not a big morning routine person, but a little bit more structured in my evenings. I also am more of a late night person. So I don't wake up super early and it's because I stay up a bit later. I will typically not go to bed until like 1130 or midnight. My schedule has changed quite a bit throughout the years, but I have found that no meetings on Mondays and Fridays have allowed me to be a bit more creative. I'm able to answer communication, give approvals, check in with the team. And then Tuesday through Thursday meetings have just worked really well for me. Now, Will this be this way forever and always? Probably not. I'm sure things will change in the future, but this has really worked for me at this point in time. I am open to any questions about my CEO schedule. If you guys want to DM me on Instagram, neat underscore the agency, or if you want to slide into my messages on LinkedIn, I'm happy to answer your questions or explain my schedule a bit more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you took away some inspiration from this. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Served Neat. I hope you enjoyed listening and found some tasty nuggets of marketing wisdom to help you take your brand to the next level. Remember, just like a perfectly crafted cocktail, marketing is all about finding the right balance and serving it up with a splash of creativity. 
So keep building, keep refining, and keep serving up your brand with style. And if you're thirsty for more insights, follow us on Instagram at Nate underscore the agency for even more marketing tips and tricks. Be sure to subscribe and join us for our next episode of Served Nate. Until then, cheers.